What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Against the Current podcast. My name is Rudy Garcia, and today we're going to be flying solo. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the most important uh, episodes of the podcast to date. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys that you can get the uh, Forged by Fire novel, my book that I that I wrote first, the first book in the Through the Flames trilogy. You can find it on Amazon or RudyGarciaBooks.com. And also, I'll ask you guys, if you guys are listening, finding any type of value from this podcast, I'd ask that you leave a rating, leave a review, and share it. Share it to as many people as you can. And today we're going to get into why I believe you should be sharing it to as many young adult men and any men in your life because uh, the whole process of all these past episodes and the journey of the podcast I've been trying to figure out who I'm talking to who 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 the audience for this podcast is right who I'm trying to speak to and what I'm trying to say and I think I've came upon that I'm trying to talk to to men. I have this passion to help reclaim and reestablish what masculinity is. Um, I think it's been hijacked, and it's been it's being attacked in in today's culture. And this whole you know phrase of toxic masculinity and and all that stuff and. They're, they're calling traditional, real masculinity toxic. And I find an issue with that. And, and there's many people already in the sphere uh, in the same fight to trying to reclaim and reestablish masculinity. Um, and, and the biggest, my biggest influence would be the Order of Man podcast, if you guys haven't checked that out yet go ahead and and check that out uh it's it's been a real blessing in my life that podcast and it's helped guide and shape what i'm trying to do right and and the whole point of in reality the whole point of the book forged by fire was that it is a fantasy right it's the the box and the and the bow for the present is fantasy you know action adventure something that i love but the present inside the box is is traditional masculinity it's it's what i'm trying to do is provide young boys teenage boys um an outlet a medium a creative medium where they can see masculinity for what it's supposed to be actual masculinity um I feel like that's, like I said, that's that's being attacked. So uh, why not consolidate the whole purpose of the book and and this whole mission that I that I want to be a part of, um, and bring it here into the podcast. We've been talking about a lot of different things, um, but I think it's time that we focus on what we're really trying to do here, and. We'll we'll still be having a semblance of the conversations we've been having before, um, you know, with Danny and and everything and the music and 
current events and, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I do want to focus more on masculinity, reclaiming and reestablishing that, not just from culture, but from lazy men. I feel like it, it's been a multiple-sided attack. Yeah, I believe that culture has been attacking masculinity, calling real, authentic masculinity toxic. But I also think that men themselves, we've been allowing that to happen. We've been lazy about it. We've thrown away masculinity and, and the hard work, the discipline, the doing things that sometimes you don't like, doing things you don't want to do, doing things that are uncomfortable, going out and stepping into the uncomfortable. We've been avoiding that as men, trying to find comfort and stay there. The, 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 buffoon, the, the buffoon man that's been on sitcoms for long time of tv the buffoon dad that's like we've adopted that either the buffoon dad or or the man that gets taken here and here and the other just manipulated by everyone in their lives except by letting themselves be guided by their convictions and their values and establishing that those values in the family with your wife and your kids we've allowed culture and lazy men to hijack and redefine masculinity and anything that doesn't look like this i hate to use the term beta because it's already it's already a hot a hot term but we've allowed these weak-minded men to reestablish what masculinity is. And coming from a Christian perspective, the Bible already told us what masculinity is. The Bible talks about how a husband is supposed to live a life of sacrifice, willing to die for, for his wife. And then on the other hand, on the same token, be a man that leads his, his family. The Bible calls men responsible. They have a responsibility to lead the family, not rule, because that's, that's different. That isn't masculinity. That stems from weakness, weak-mindedness. Um, a masculine man, a man, um, leads his family with love and patience and serving we don't do that men have become the, the 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 silent the silent father figure in the home if there even if there even is one that's another thing for the longest time in in especially in in the black community the 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 push to have a fatherless home because of the benefits that the government benefits that bring, you know, food stamps and government assistance that that brings has driven the the father out of the of, of the not just the the black community but out of all community fatherless homes have have gone up the percentage of fatherless homes have gone have skyrocketed 
in these past couple decades. And I think, this is my personal opinion, I think I'm right, this is my personal opinion, that most of the problems that we've been going through, depression, um, unwanted pregnancies that lead to abortion, but name it, you name it, have stemmed from the father being slowly kicked out of the home. And then if they're not able to be physically kicked out of the home, they're mentally kicked out of the home. They mentally abandon the family, mentally, emotionally. And they use the excuse of working hard, being in work, to escape from their responsibilities of the home. When a man is called, when the Bible calls a man to provide, it isn't just calling them to provide financially. Men are, men are supposed to provide emotionally, financially, physically, for their home. They're supposed to be there, present. It's a part of what being a man is. A man, a husband, a father. Men have a responsibility to provide. And to live a life of sacrifice. We're going to get into all these specific topics as um, as the days come by. and We're going to talk about it more and explore things and, and things like that. But the biggest problem, the biggest problem that we see in society right now, one of the biggest problems is men not being men. The biggest problem in society right now is that we're completely pushing God out of the picture. Completely out of the picture. Followed by men not being men. Men being pushed out of the family. Men being pushed out of everything. Being devalued. Being told that you know they're they're less than I was watching this video on something and and I guess some type of game show and and the person asked what are women better at than men one of the women ran up he said everything and everyone cheered everyone cheered and 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 that's the point that's the culture we live in now because you, you made the you, you people make the argument that in the back in the day, incorrectly men you know women were viewed, you know in a lesser sense than men and and sure, that's at one point the whole fight for equality was equality actually everyone being equal, equal value, equal status, equal opportunity, right. Equal opportunity to make choices. But nowadays, now it's not about that. Now it's about how everyone and everything is better than a man. In the hierarchy of the world we live in, you have women, children, the dog, and then it's men. And that is... I can I can honestly uh, uh, follow 
and boil down all the issues that we're going through today, boil it down and what you're going to have left is the fatherless home. Fatherless home. The statistics show that the fatherless home is the, is the single highest factor that will determine the percentages of, of a son or daughter ending up in jail. And it's interesting to see because it is the fatherless home. Because the statistics are nowhere near the same when it's a motherless home. Everyone has their place. And there's, it's, you still need a mother in the home. You need a mother and a father in the home. But the t statistics are interesting because they show that it is more of a detrimental factor if the father isn't in a home than if the mother isn't in the home. And that's interesting to me. That's not any type of opinion. That's just what the statistics show. And I'm not saying anything else other than that in that sense. The statistics show that is more of a detrimental factor for the husband, for the for the father to not be in the home than it is for the mother to not be in the home. Of course, you want both parents in the home because both parents play a role. And it is still a detrimental factor for the mother to not be in the home. But it is interesting to see that with the father not in the home, everything crumbles. Everything crumbles. And, and we've allowed men, we've allowed culture to do that. We've allowed culture to do that. We've sat with our thumbs on our butt, allowing culture and everything, the movies we watch, the TV shows we watch, everything, we've allowed it to do that. We've become lazy. Men have become lazy. They've used the excuse of just, I have to go to work to neglect their responsibilities at home. Thinking that I do enough just by bringing a paycheck home. At seven years old, your son does not care about the paycheck you bring. Your son cares about the time you spend with him. At 14 years old, your daughter doesn't care about the paycheck you bring home. She really just cares about the time you spend with her, having quality time with her. And we've, we have to reestablish our priorities and lead our families, not just work not just bring a paycheck home. We have to lead our families. We have a responsibility to lead our families, raise our children, love our wives. And coming from a uh, Cuban perspective, Hispanic, uh, most of the men around me, the whole thing is you care for yours. Why, why put your life on the line for someone else? When in reality, men, we have the responsibility to defend and fight for the defenseless. Stand up 
for those who can't who can't stand up for themselves. But like truthfully and not in this uh, a virtue signaling way that a lot of culture is doing now, everyone's just doing it to then say that they did so that they can get some type of recognition. No, actually stand up for people who can't stand up for themselves. Fight and defend the kid that's being attacked, molested. Put your life on the line and be ready to defend the crowd of people in the mall when there's an active shooter. Now, I don't mean go find the active shooter and kill him. It is what it is. What I mean is be smart, be wise, and, and, and put yourself in a place with the knowledge and the ability to guide everyone out, to calm the, everyone down in the situation you're in, to be the one to, to, to direct people and make sure that someone gets the, the police called, someone gets the ambulance called. You, you have the knowledge and the, and the mental fortitude to act when you're called to. Men, we have that responsibility. Our responsibility isn't just to go to work and spend money and be, and be the guy that swipes the card whenever wife or kids want a certain thing. We have the responsibility to tell them no. It's not just, yeah, have everything you ask for. No, sometimes it's no. We have a responsibility to teach our children how to fend for themselves. We're not raising our children for ourselves. Men, we've become, that's another thing. We've become lazy. We don't care about the raising of our children. And we allow the wife to raise the child completely alone. And for the most part, not for the most part, but from my personal experience, women and mothers raise children for them. We're actually, we're supposed to be raising children for the community we live in. So they can be an asset to the community. hard-working, responsible adults. Men, that is our responsibility. It's not the woman's responsibility to raise a child and man just goes to work, comes home, takes off his shoes, sits on the sofa, turns the TV on. No. And that's something that I struggle with because it is hard. You get tired. But that doesn't matter. Being tired isn't an excuse. You gotta do it anyway. Not wanting to isn't an excuse. You gotta do it anyway. There are people depending on you. Men, there are people depending on you. What are you gonna do about it? And that's it. We're done for today. Like I said, I think this is one of the most important episodes for the podcast because it's refocusing and, and, and establishing exactly what it is that we're doing here. It's against the current podcast. We're going against the current of modern culture. And the strongest current that, is, that modern culture is, is flowing towards is the deconstruction and the reestablishing of what masculinity is. So we're going to go against that culture. And fight against it and it's gonna and we're gonna look into it in all different aspects in the music industry in the creative industry in the storytelling industry in the book industry fantasy books you 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 wouldn't understand you wouldn't believe how many times i tried to submit 
the book for publishing at, with uh, agents. And most of these agents basically are saying, we're not interested if it doesn't have a female lead or if it doesn't have a, a, a LGBT lead focused on that. The, they, they've become gatekeepers. And if it isn't a book about with, with a female lead, a strong female lead, and men take the back seat, or it isn't a book about LGBTQ and a silent letter and a silent letter R. You're not you're not gonna get seen, and like, listen, I I don't want to use the excuse if the story's a bad story, then it's not gonna get seen by anybody, regardless. But this was like explicitly written in their biographies as I was doing research for literary agents. I am very interested in books with a strong female lead or books that talk about LGBTQ issues. What I'm trying to create here is a community that, that yes, we're talking about manhood and we're talking about these things, but what, I'm, what we're trying to do, what I'm trying to do as a community is create a community of creatives, authors, musicians, storytellers, um, D&D players, uh, uh, artists, creatives that have felt ostracized or, or that they see that there is this ostracization of, of conservative, Christian, traditional value creatives that are being pushed out of the realm that we're supposed to be working in because we don't abide or um, fall in line, right? So I want this community to foster that, to foster, to foster men being men again, to stand up and speak out Foster a place for, for creatives to, to without, without fear of being canceled or, 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 um, deep platformed or anything like that. A place where, where at least we can come together and show support to each other, build each other up, help each other grow. That's what I'm trying to build with this podcast. That's the type of community I'm trying to build. A community of people, men, women, that will stand. And they see that current coming. And they don't budge. And they walk against it. Thank you, guys. God bless you. You guys have a great day.